morning and welcome to Beyond the Noise podcast. I'm your host, Doug Stutz, coming to you live from the studio this morning. You know, uh, today's topic is what is the plan of salvation? What's the perfect plan of salvation? So, I was on some research and on average, uh, according to one study, uh, there are approximately 100 million conversions to Christianity per year. According to the World Christian Encyclopedia, according to various scholars and source uh, materials, a, a uh, Protestant Christian movement is the fastest growing religion in the world. This growth is primarily due to the religious conversions. So we're looking at 100 million conversions every year on average. So one of the greatest, what I would consider one of the greatest uh, voices for the Christian movement of our time was uh, the late and great Reverend Billy Graham. Um, his ministry spanned over 66 years on radio alone, uh, probably more than that overall. But in all his crusades, he's reached 2.2 million, was estimated number of, of people at his crusades who responded to the invitation to become a Christian um, estimated 185 uh, nations and uh, territories I mean it's it's these numbers are just wow so we're looking at 2.2 million people being reached being ministered to being converted according to um, to the lifeway Research, you know, it's it's kind of crazy because you, whenever you look at it, this was Billy Graham and his ministry. I I love watching his ministry. Um, he has a way of ministering that is just very unique. He always he always preaches Jesus and he always preaches the word. He preaches about the cross and salvation and spreading hope, and that's the beauty of it all. 2.2 million that is some awesome numbers but over here uh, there there are approximately 100 million conversions to Christianity per year that is wonderful to hear if we look at that let's let's break those numbers down out of curiosity right quick so we're looking at a hundred thousand people hundred thousand people I mean not my bad a hundred million people per year and we're going to divide that by 12. That's 8,333 people. No, 8,333 million people per month. That is awesome. I love that. That's almost 9 million people per month that's that's uh, converting over to Christianity and walking in salvation and walking in the newness of God. It's such a beautiful, beautiful movement whenever you're able to to be brought in and to be adopted into the family of God. Let's just jump right into it. Um, oh, did, did you guys hear about the lady from Silsby, Texas, who was attacked by a snake and a bird at the same time? Whenever <laughs> my wife was telling me this, I said, there's no way that that, that happened here locally. As that that just sounds like one of them things that just never happens, and sure enough, apparently someone who 
my wife knew knew the lady that it happened to. And I thought, oh, my word. And then I seen her arm, and her arm was just eight slap up. And what happened was, uh, if, if I was reading it correctly, she was out mowing the yard one day when the snake fell on her and uh, began trying to strike at her and had struck her glasses. And uh, this uh, this hawk had came down and was trying to get the snake. Apparently, the snake was uh, being carried off by this hawk. And, and this hawk had dropped him on this lady. Long story short, this uh, bird swooped in and it clawed her arm up really bad. I don't know if she was pecked on the arm or just what she probably might have been because of him trying to get the snake. But, uh, wow, I just, when I heard that, I said, no, there's no way. But sure enough, this actually happened in there, right here in our backyard of Silsby, Texas. It's something we are definitely praying for a complete, total recovery. Not sure exactly uh, what what's going on, but we're praying for her and her family. Uh, so, what is the perfect plan? What is the plan of salvation? So, uh, when you have salvation, this simply means you put aside your own selfish ways to invite Jesus into our hearts, into our lives. I can uh, I can remember my son. Uh, he was I guess three, maybe three and a half or four. I don't even know. But um, uh, he he gave his heart to Jesus, and, and so we asked him. We said, "Mason, where's where's Jesus at?" And he pointed to his little heart. He said, "In my heart." And that's the most warm warming thing in the world is to hear your children proclaim the name of Jesus. It's so beautiful. So salvation is uh, deliverance from our sins of this life. An opportunity to have everlasting life. There are seven elements of salvation. There's repentance, there's faith, and, um, and actually I would probably take those and say faith first, then repentance, uh, regeneration, justification, adoption, sanctification, and glorification. Uh, the plan of salvation was set in order from before the fall of Adam and Eve. And all throughout the Old Testament and continues into the, the New Testament uh, to the crucifixion of Jesus on the cross for his people. And I say for his people and, and those are the ones who who have proclaimed his name and who has invited them into into their lives they now have the opportunity to go to heaven so let's continue romans 10 and 9 and of course we've all read romans 10 and 9 at some point in time of our life maybe just in study maybe just in curiosity but that if any of you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god has raised him from the dead you will be saved. So, you see, the first step is to simply believe in your heart that God raised him, him being Jesus, from the dead. But you may be asking yourself, what did Jesus do for me? Well, I'm going to give you the long version first, and I'm going to condense it. <laughs> so, Matthew 1.18 talks about you know how God sent a seed and placed that seed into Mary's womb. Uh, she bore a son named Jesus, or Emmanuel, meaning God with us. 
we see right here the complete Godhead in action just as we did in Genesis 1, 2 through 4, and 26. These uh, passages, we see where God is creating the world from nothing. God, the Holy Spirit, and the Word, which is Jesus according to John uh, chapter 1, um, were in operation in unison as these were dark times. Now, you have to remember that they're coming out of a 400-year silence going into Mary's story. So, uh, between the Old Testament and the New Testament, there's 400 years, like I said. So, when Mary was chosen to conceive a man-child, according to Luke 135, who would save his people through salvation? I'm sure she was shocked along with her husband Joseph. He's probably shocked too when he finds out. You see, the whole purpose of the birth and the death of Jesus was so that you and I can live everlasting life with Jesus in heaven instead of going to the pit of hell and the gnashing of teeth according to Matthew 13, 37-43. In the end, we are born into sin due to Adam and Eve's fall from the garden because they ate of the tree and you know some people like to say oh they had an apple or they had a no they it was a it wasn't a an apple it doesn't say that it was an apple but it, there was a fruit of the tree so when we understand the the full scope of salvation and see the reasons behind and the importance of it then I believe you'll see why salvation needs to be taught and needs to be preached more often. In the book of Isaiah 14 and 12 through 15, uh, we can read exactly where the devil uh, tries to overtake heaven, tries to overthrow heaven with pride and with rebellion, but he was thrown out of heaven and wanders around and tries, you know, tries to cause issues. According to uh, Job 1 and 7, you, you remember right... Um, he went up with Jesus and, well, he didn't go. He walked up to God along with the other hosts and, and God, like, have you tried my servant Job? You know, and, but that's uh, Job 1 and 7. Seeking whom he may devour according to First Peter 5 and 8. Salvation is, one, is only one step. And with that... One step of surrendering to God and say, God, come into my heart, be master of my soul. And inviting Christ and then denouncing or renouncing whatever you've been involved in and saying, I'm done with that lifestyle. And, and just admit that you want Jesus to be the Lord of your uh, of your life. It's so like talking to, to an old friend. It's a, a friendship between you and God. Communication is a must, and walking as close as you can to Him, uh, you can, is very important. As you grow in the Lord, you'll learn to talk to Him every single day and make your decisions by talking to Him. Whether that's life decisions or it's buying a house, we need to go throughout life. Uh, just having that communication with God. And we also need to understand that hell was designed 
for the devil and his demons and his fallen angels. And we shouldn't waste our time going through life without salvation. You know, you, you hear all the time, well, I'm still young. I don't need salvation. I have years to go. I'm still young. I'm st-. Well, you know, you may be young and you, or you may be old or whatever, but you never know when that time is that you're going to perish, be it a car accident or whatever. Um, and all it takes is a faith as a mustard seed you see, it's not good enough to merely be a good person or just do good works or just do the right things, but you must have salvation through Jesus Christ and the remission of your sins. Uh, Ephesians 2 and 8 tells us that we're saved f- for by grace you are saved through faith and not through yourself. It is a gift from God. My, my, my. See, that is such a, such a beautiful picture to see that Jesus went to a cross so that we can have life everlasting. And the beauty of it is, is he didn't have to. You see, he was in the garden and he was praying and he said, Lord, if this cup can pass from me, let it pass from me. Because I'm telling you now, he would have, he's human, he was flesh. But if you notice, though, um, he said, nevertheless, God, your will be done, not mine. Your will be done. You see, I believe that he was like many, many of us out here today. He was going through a situation where he was like, okay, you know, I, I've got to surrender it all to you. i got to do your will, my Lord. Because that was what he was sent here to do was the will of God. And he knew that, which is why... Today, as we can sit here in this recording studio, we can talk about the many blessings that God has given us, salvation, uh, the precious, precious Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell you, I don't know what I would do without the precious Holy Spirit. Everyone, I I don't see how anyone can go through life without allowing the precious Holy Spirit to just lead and to guide such a beautiful picture. You know, I there's been times where I, I've had questions, and I know that some of you may think this is crazy, but I would ask the Holy Spirit to bring back to my remembrance, like the Bible says He will, certain things. And, and He's always, always faithful to do those things. And such a beautiful, beautiful sight. Um, you know, being raised in a Pentecostal background, an Assembly of God background, uh, you know, we... we We've been called charismatic. We've been, you know, basically. But one thing that the that the people are lacking these days, we have plenty of charisma, but we have very little Holy Ghost in operation in our lives. We depend upon ourselves to make it a lot, and whenever we need to be solely depending on the precious Holy Ghost to help us. Time for coffee break. Okay. So, we've learned today that salvation is very important, that it keeps you out of hell, that it brings you peace of mind, it helps you in all the days of your life. Salvation, that's the number one thing. And remember this, everybody else, um, God's still on the throne. Please subscribe to these podcasts. We have upcoming uh, ministers coming on, so be sure... 
I'll be announcing that on Facebook and on the other means of social media and on the website. If you get a chance, go to the website. That's www.revivedsm.org. Check out the Facebook page, the YouTube page, the podcast. There is so much going on. Be sure to check out our Power in the Park. If you are in the Silsby, Texas area, the Beaumont, the Golden Triangle of Texas, please drop in to Canopa Park every Saturday at uh, 6.30. We're going to be continuing... Uh, the community Bible studies and that'll be every Saturday afternoon bring your friends and your family it's a community Bible study where we talk about the goodness of God oh it's it's such a beautiful thing Um, I can recall (laughs) that we had a lady come up and uh, she she was kind of shy about it she says hey says um says I smoke cigarettes I said okay I said what do you want me to do about it she said well can I can I still sit in with your with y'all's uh, uh, ministering and I said of course you can I said all my life I've been told that people won't come to church till you get a smoking section but guess what we have one right over there being in the park allows you to to attract everyone no matter who they are no matter how they look we want you to come out to our Canopo Park Bible study whenever we're home we are definitely there whenever we're on the road we have a a team who is dedicated to being out there but right now we're home for the month of September unless something opens up we're going to be here but in October we're going to be out and about we'll let you know about that but if you'd like to connect with Revive Ministries, myself, or any of our team, be sure to go to the website, fill out the information, which is your name and your email and your message, and we'll get back to you within about a few minutes. Um, our, our people is very good about returning emails and phone calls and whatnot. So connect with us on Facebook, on YouTube, on the podcast. Please subscribe and share, share, share. I would talk to everyone out there. Uh, on our next podcast on Friday morning at 8 a.m., join in for Beyond the Noise.